0: Kelly Showstrom is joining us. KellyShowstrom.com is where you can learn more about Kelly. Kelly, how are you today? Hi, Kelly. I'm doing really, really great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I appreciate you being here as always. And we like to discuss uh, money. That's kind of what we do. Financial goals is one of the topics that we wanted to talk about this week.
1: Exactly. Um, every week, Kelly, you and I get together and we chat about all things budgeting, to tracking our expenses, to how do we know if we have too many credit cards, right? We kind of go all over the place knowing that our personal finances are personal and it's going to be different for everyone. And everyone has some priorities and things that they want to work on because, of course, we can't do everything. but we we can do anything, Kelly, right? And so today I wanted to talk about some financial goals to achieve before you're 40. And for those of us that are at or above 40, don't fear. Um, These are good check marks to just even gauge yourself of, am I, have I done all these things already? Are are any of these items something I should work on? If you have kids, especially younger kids, where we can start ingraining some of this into their brains. um, I think this will be a good conversation.
0: I think so, too. So lots of things here that we can look at. So what's the goal number one we want to check out?
1: All right. And so I'm actually looking at a um, an article that I found online, um, New Trader U, but I'm going to skip the first one that they have. I'll link it in the podcast for those that listen on the podcast. But this the second goal that I want to jump to is achieve zero debt except for your mortgage. And Kelly, this is something we talk about all the time, but really, really, it's important getting rid of your debt. And it's not just about not having debt, Kelly. It's about what can we do with all of that money that we're getting each week or each month from our paycheck that can be going towards something more exciting besides payments for something that we've already purchased in the past can they be going towards vacation and making sure that you know our kiddos can go to camp this summer or whatever it is and so achieving zero debt just think about it as this is freeing up cash to be able to do to do more of the things today that you truly love i like this so how do we do that (laughs) that's a loaded question kelly um How do we achieve zero debt? The first thing is you just want to prioritize all of your debts, list them all out and figure out which ones are kind of the high interest rates. And Kelly and I have talked about this in weeks past. And so definitely look up old episodes of how to become debt free, but you want to prioritize them, look at their interest rates, look at your monthly payments, and just start checking them off one at a time. So you're not going to make extra payments on all of your debts all at once, you're going to truly tackle one debt at a time and just start paying them off. And then as you pay off that one debt, then you'll spend all use all that money to go towards the next debt kind of snowballing. It's called the snowball method. Um, And you'll eventually become debt free. And it's a Little bit easier than you might think, but you do need to know how much money you make, how much expenses that you have on a regular basis, um, so that we're not accruing more debt um, during the process.
0: I like how it, you know, it starts kind of slow and you feel like, oh, I'm never going to get to the end, but it starts speeding up because once you start paying off the big ones, then that frees up money that you can put towards the next thing. Uh, Well, you get rid of a couple big ones and all of a sudden the little ones fall off pretty quick or they can.
1: Exactly, Kelly. If you think about it, if you have a $10,000 car payment or car loan, you have a $300 payment. And if you paid off that car, that's an extra $300 a month that you would have to go towards your next debt. Or if that made you debt free, 300 extra bucks a month that you get to do whatever you want with. And I don't know about you, Kelly, but if somebody was like, hey, do you want an extra 300 bucks a month? Absolutely. I would find something really, really fun to do with that. I wouldn't be buying more debt with it necessarily. And so think about it that way, all the things that you could do and enjoy life a little bit more um, if you did become debt free.
0: Okay, that feels good. That's a good positive goal. All
1: right, where are we moving to next? All right, the next one is achieving a credit score of over 800. And I wanna tell everyone, take all of these with a grain of salt. You're gonna be able to do some of them, work on some of them. Some of them are gonna feel so out of reach and so hard to accomplish and that's okay we're we're not looking for a perfect score here we're looking for somewhere a general direction to aim towards right and mm-hmm. so a higher sc- credit score just is kind of your trustworthiness with money um and so you, to how do you improve your credit score of course there's a million different ways it's kind of a secret as to how to increase that number there's a fancy formula all the big companies use a different one, but just make sure you're paying your bills on time. You're keeping your credit card balances low. um, You're avoiding any unnecessary inquiries. So if you're, if you're truly not looking to go after any credit, don't let the bank pull your credit report because you're just curious about rates, for example. Um, So just kind of be a responsible human with your credit. Don't, Um, you know, miss payments, don't keep racking up credit and having balances carry over that are um, large for your income, especially. Let's just kind of try to get that good credit score. That way, if we ever do need credit, um, we can take out credit at a, at a good rate.
0: So what's the highest credit score a person can
1: get? Do you know? Oh my God, Kelly, you're putting me on the spot. Is it, is it 830, 850?
0: Cause I thought it was 800, but you know, when I read that article, it's like, get an eight, a score of 850. It is 850. 850. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, and that's a, I mean, if you have an 850 credit score, you probably don't have debt or you at least manage it very well. You pay off your credit cards in full every month. Right. So once you get to that 800 plus, even 700 plus you're managing your money pretty well. So that's also a good indicator of how am I just doing in my personal finances? Am I on top of things? Do I, am I aware of what's coming in and out? Um, And so by having that high credit score, it means you're also doing good in other areas as well.
0: Which is fantastic. Okay. And that makes me feel good when I realize that. I'm like, oh, I'm doing pretty darn good right now.
1: <laughs> exactly. And my bank sends me my credit score monthly at this point. And um, it's a good little pat on the back when you see it, you know, it's going up. And if you see it going down then you're like, wait a minute. And it's a good reminder to go and look to make sure that all the inquiries that are on your record um, are accurate and you know about them. And so you can obviously file claims if something is not accurate to help with that. But um, yeah, it's a good general measure to keep an eye on, but don't um, put your self-worth on this number by any means.
0: No. Yeah. But it's one of those things where if you keep an eye on it and it's it's going great, it's going up, up, up. And all of a sudden it starts dropping drastically. Either you're looking into things and if you're not, uh, maybe somebody's got your identity. I mean, weird things can happen. So definitely it's a good thing to keep an eye on. Exactly.
1: Mentioned.
0: Okay. All right. Well, it's moving on. What's next?
1: All right. The next one is to have three months emergency fund. There's also professionals that say three to six months Um, after the pandemic. We've even heard up to a year of emergency funds. The idea is to just make sure By the time that you're 40, remember, as a reminder for everyone that you have a plan and you have money set aside in case something happens. Now, Kelly, if you're following any of the budget advice that I give, you have sinking funds built into your budget for home repairs, for auto repairs, and all that kind of stuff. And that's kind of also a built-in emergency fund. That's in case the water heater goes out, you use your home repairs fund for that, right? And so just making sure you have money set aside for when things happen. That way... yeah because they always do they're not um they're not unknown they're just unplanned right and yeah. so and and some of these things we can count on right if you know your roof on your house is 25 years old we can probably bank on we need to start saving for a new rough, right it's not a surprise When that expense comes up, Um, same with your car. If you're driving a really older car, you might want to be setting more money aside um, for car repairs and or a new car because your odds of needing repairs or a new car is going to happen much more quickly than someone that has a brand new car. And so making sure you just have some money set aside for the what ifs in case that way you're not taking money out of your restaurant fund, your vacation fund, or even worse, you're taking out debt um, for some of these expenses.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: All right, moving on, what's next? All right, Kelly, this one's going to be hard to hear for some people. I um it's a, it's a high number, it's a stretch goal, but we're going to say it anyway. Um the article says to have five times your annual income in an investment portfolio. So let's break that down a little bit. So if you make $100,000 a year, for easy math, that would be $500,000 you need in investments by the time that you're 40. And so this includes 401ks, Roths, whatever you got going on, any stocks that you're buying, um, you want to have $500,000. That is a lot of money. And that definitely seems overwhelming, especially if you have a lot of debt or you're just trying to figure out your life right now. And 40 is definitely a young age that most of us aren't quite there at the 5X at this point. And so Again, a number to look at to kind of, you know, drive towards, but not necessarily a number that um, you should beat yourself up about. I think some of the things that we've already talked about, Kelly, making sure you pay off your debt, making sure that you have emergency funds set aside, all of that's going to be much more critical at this point versus having um, um, that much money in your portfolio.
0: I always think, you know, if you didn't have uh, this background in, you know, financing when you were a kid or whatever, or maybe... Mom and dad, you just didn't really know how to teach kids about financing. These are the kinds of things you really help them out right now if they're young. You could really get them off on the right foot saying, look, this stuff is going to happen. You must start doing this. Don't wait till you're 40.
1: Exactly, and compound interest is a thing, right? And so even if you started setting money aside, Um, for our high schoolers that start their first job and even in college, 20 bucks a month, even if you aren't doing a lot, that compound interest adds up and that can actually help you get to that five X, but also having those conversations earlier on, the chances that your, your child will probably accrue less debt is more helpful or is more likely. They also might not be um, troubled with credit card debt because they just have a little bit more knowledge than all of us had at that age. Right. And Mm -hmm. so this all, this all comes together, I think is the moral of the story is, each of these points, um, if you're doing it or if you're on the track to do it, that means you're just generally um, on top of your money and you're at least going in the right direction. And so I think that's the the big takeaway with this with this article and with these pointers is um, you might not necessarily have five extra income. You might not necessarily be debt free, but you're aware of it. You're going in the right direction and you know at least what you can start working on.
0: Yeah, that takes a little bit of stress off and rather than going, oh, my gosh, I'm 50 years old and none of this is happening. Now I got to get to it.
1: Exactly. And of course, you know, we we're there are people listening that are in that situation, or we know our parents are. And that's okay, too. The The best time to start is truly today, Kelly. And mm-hmm. we just have to start with what is our first priority, we're not going to start doing all of the things on this list, that's overwhelming, You're going to have burnout. You're not going to stick with the plan. So what are the things that are costing you the most money that you can fix right now? Are there certain categories in your spending that you can reduce spending in? Are you going out to eat too much? Do you buy too much booze? Do you go to vacation all the time? Um, You know, that kind of stuff. Or do we need to just start setting money aside? Maybe we don't have debt. We just don't save any money. So it's every, Mm -hmm. every situation is going to be a little bit different, but you just need to look into it and see, how can I just make sure that I'm doing a little bit better?
0: Yeah, makes sense.
1: All right, we got three minutes. All right, Kelly. I'm going to put a couple of these together. Um, One is have an established career, and then the other one is have a solid plan for financial independence from a job. And so they're definitely um, opposites, but- I think what the point of this is, because I think nowadays having an established career isn't necessarily, you know, the check mark, the golden check mark that um, everybody is looking for or that everybody needs or wants. Um, actually, changing jobs is how we can make more money and how we can advance our careers. in time no, it's you know, far, few and far between are the days where you're at a company for fifty years. And so, I think having um, Your career on your radar is what I would say for this one, because that is your source of income, right, Kelly? That is how we build our wealth. And so if you're not happy in your career, it is a great time to change it. If you love your career, but you don't make a ton of money, you either now's a good time to just make sure your expenses are really dialed in and or that you have a side job or a side business where you can make more money to give yourself a little bit of extra cushion each month. Um, but just keeping out your pulse on your career and making sure that if being independent from a career and you really want to be an entrepreneur or you want to have more flexibility, building that into your plan as well to figure out what are the steps that you need to take to do that. Um, instead of being complacent, just like everything else, we need to make sure we have a plan to kind of get us to reach our goals.
0: Yeah. Now, if you think that you need some help in trying to reach some goals, sometimes you just need an, an ear to bend. Kelly's definitely the ear to bend. She's got a website called Kellyshowstrom.com. What can they find there?
1: So there's free tools, Kelly, right away on the homepage. There's three different, do you want to read? Do you want to sign up for something? Do you want to take a course? There's all all sorts of information. And so my philosophy is, is I would have become debt-free so much sooner if I would have just known. And it wasn't that knowledge doesn't exist. I just wasn't in the right place and I didn't have the right tools to look up the right information. And so if you're you're listening today, if you're listening to us weekly, um, you're in the right spot. You just have to kind of do something about it, right? And so go to kellyshowstrom.com. You'll be able to sign up for my weekly newsletter where you will get weekly pings on a Tuesday of, hey, have you thought about this? Hey, here's a free resource. Hey, have you heard this in the news, right? That kind of stuff. Um, and then also you can look at the freebie library. You can sign up for that where it has all of my free tools to help you get started in becoming debt-free. And then if you're ready to actually make a commitment or you need a little bit of one-on-one, um, you can always schedule a call with me and we can work together to see how you can become debt-free and how we can, um, you know, just make your life a little bit more enjoyable and less stressful around money. Perfect. Well, Kelly, thanks for taking some time for us today. I always appreciate it.
0: Thank you, Kelly. It's Kelly Showstrom. KellyShowstrom.com is where you can find more. Her name is spelled SJ Showstrom, not S H, S J O S T R O M.com.